0: Real Presence Live. Religion has understood things about the way humans function long before science was able to prove anything. Local.
1: It's always important for all of us to kind of look externally and say, what about these family? They are just like the Holy Family. They're experiencing the same persecution.
2: Engaging.
3: Jesus wants to be with us. I always think of that as at the heart
4: of
2: the Eucharist. And On the Road, live from Holy Family Church in Mitchell, South Dakota. Only on the RPR network. But the th- the thing the thing about this, Brandon, is I, can can you pass me the 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 sun lotion over there? I think I'm getting a, a sunburn on my bald spot yeah, over here. I yeah, I see that. Yeah, you see it. It feels pretty good. Um, so, oh. Hey, folks! Thanks for joining us. It's on the road with Steve Fonskowski here with Brandon Clark. Good morning, Brandon. How are you doing?
3: Good morning. I'm doing very well. It's a beautiful morning here in Mitchell, South Dakota, at Holy Family Parish for our Real Presence Live on the Road segment. Very excited to be here, Steve. Yes, and
2: I'm excited to see this really bright yellow ball in the sky, and it's like burning a hole in my eyes. One of the kids were walking, and it's like, man, it's burning my eyes. Like, yeah, it's beautiful, right? It's called the sun. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Spring is here, folks. Spring has sprung, and I'm excited. So thanks for joining us today on Real Presence Live, and we're going to uh, uh, start our show off with a prayer, as Brandon mentioned, of the the student council members from St. John Paul II Elementary School. So what prayer do you have for us this morning, everybody? Um,
1: Holy Thursday
5: Thursday week
2: prayer. Okay, very good. Let's uh, lead us. Yeah, Father says louder. All right, let's go. Go ahead.
5: Okay, to begin, we have a short reading for the day. My pres- most precious Lord Jesus, this night you gathered with your apostles to share with them your last meal. But this was no ordinary meal. This was the gift of your most sacred body and blood, soon to be broken and poured out on the cross for the salvation of the world. Allow me, dear Lord, to spend this night in prayer and meditation with you. After the meal, you invited your apostles to join you for one hour to stay awake and keep vigil as you prepared for your arrest. The apostles fell asleep, leaving you in your bitter agony alone. I accept your gentle invitation of love, dear Lord, to spend this night in vigil with you. May I enter your heart as it faced the coming persecution you were to endure for my sins. May I console your sacred heart and know the love and mercy that flowed forth. Lord, when I face the crosses of my life, give me your divine courage and strength to say yes to the will of the Father. Your love for me is abundant and is perfect in every way. Help me to know that love, to embrace it, and to allow it in my life. I make my vigil with you this night, dear Lord. I love you. Help me to love you with all my heart, Jesus. I trust in you. In the name amen. of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord God, you sent your Son into the world,
1: and before his hour had come, He washed his disciples' feet. You had given all things into his hands. He had come from you and was going to you. And what did he do? He knelt down on the floor and washed his friends' feet. He was their teacher and their Lord,
5: yet he washed their
1: feet. Lord God, help us to learn from his example.
5: Help us to do as he has done for
1: us. The Lord will know we are his disciples, if we love one another, strengthen our hands and our wills for love, and our service.
5: Keep before our eyes
1: the image of your Son, who, being God, became a servant for our sake. All glory be to him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the
2: Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. If you're just joining us, that was the 3rd through 6th grade student council members from St. John Paul II Elementary School here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Thank you, everybody, for doing that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for leading us in Thank prayer you. on this Holy Thursday. And as they mentioned uh, this evening, uh, when you head to Mass, uh, you will see the washing of the feet. Oftentimes the, uh, the pastor will be there, or if the bishop happens to be there, you'll see him washing the feet of Knights of Columbus and other, uh, people at the parish who serve at the parish, uh, people, uh, members of the community. And again, just kind of as a, uh, a reminder of true leadership is servant leadership. Um, as Christ says, we're not, we come to, as leaders, we've come to serve and not to be served. Right, Brandon?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, Obviously, the Holy Triduum is a very special time in our liturgical year, a very prayerful way to uh, enter into his, Christ's passion and death and ultimately resurrection on, on Easter Sunday. So it's a, it's a very powerful time of year, and, and the, the readings, the prayers, everything very reflective of that and, uh, and just Christ's example, like you were saying, of, of servanthood.
2: Absolutely. So we're going to uh, throw back to the studio where Aaron is standing by to give us a pre preview of the show. Aaron Breen is our producer of Real Presence Live. So Aaron, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing well. Let us know what's uh, what's coming up. What do we have to look forward
6: to? Absolutely. We have a great show coming up today. In this first hour, Father Kevin O'Dell of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will seek to unravel what to do to help a loved one or ourselves in the grasp of addictions. After that, Father Kenneth Luff and John, Father John Short of the Sioux Falls Diocese will be taking your comments and questions during our Straight Talk Call-in segment. Then, in the second hour, we will hear how Robin Cahoy of the Sioux Falls Diocese and how she is helping bring Christ to the kids of St. John Paul Elementary. Stay tuned to hear more about that. We'll hear from the Franciscan sisters of Our Lady of Guadalupe and how God called them to serve him in a more profound way. We will end with Cliff and Esther Pedersen of the Diocese of Sioux Falls by sharing his love of faith, family, and freedom. All this and more coming up on the show today. Back to you guys.
2: Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. All right, so uh, that's what we have looking up, uh, looking forward to, folks. And we're again coming to you live from Brandon, South Dakota. Sorry, Mitchell, <laughs> South Dakota. I'm actually going to Brandon a little later uh, this uh, to, to uh, look at a transmitter there. Uh, but uh, right now we're in Mitchell, South Dakota, and we have treats. Brandon,
3: we sure do. And the uh, students who just prayed with us are enjoying them. It looks like we got some donuts and some cookies and some juice and.
2: There's like three left. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. There's <laughs> well, a Well, after left. you get done with them, they'll be true. don't talk about that. <laughs> so join us, uh, stop on by uh, here at uh, uh, Holy Family Church in Mitchell, South Dakota. There's water and juice and donuts, and uh, stop and say hi, and uh, the kids are leaving. Bye, thank you. Thanks for joining us. So, Well, let's, uh, let's head into our, our first conversation here with uh, Father Kevin O'Dell. Father, how are you doing this morning?
4: I'm doing good. How
3: are you guys? We're doing good. Thanks, Father.
2: Yeah, we're doing better than ever. The sun is warm and we're happy. I'm, I, 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 I would say that I'll stop talking about that, but I'm not going to. Kill. Just, I'm just loving it. It's, <laughs> it's so nice such out today. It's a glorious today. day. It's right? a beautiful day. So, well, Father, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit here about addictions and how that can really take a hold of our lives and really slowly destroy everything around us. Can you uh, kind of give us a little preview of uh, of that? Uh, you know, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, well, very often, right? Uh, we don't even know we have an addiction.
4: Well, I think that's true. I think uh oftentimes we suspect that something is going on in our life that isn't quite right uh and it progressively gets worse uh, but by the same token, uh we're basically unwilling to admit that it's there,
2: yeah. That's true. Uh, Father, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, we, we're having you talk about addictions, and, and obviously, you have some experience and understanding of addictions. Give us a little background of your experience with uh, understanding uh, addiction and, and helping people with that.
4: Well, uh, first of all, I got a doctorate in psychology, and also uh, am a licensed clinical social worker. So, um, I've had that experience over a number of years, forty so years of being in the field with that, but the biggest qualification I have for talking about addiction is that I am an alcoholic in recovery, uh, and so I have personal experience of that in my life.
2: Yeah, and oftentimes personal experience is the best experience for ministering to others um, and, and that way, walking others through that. So let's talk a little bit about the effect that addictions can have on a person's health.
4: Well, it can certainly have uh, effects on a person's health in a wide variety of ways. First of all, the physical uh, implications of alcoholism or drug addiction are profound. Uh, a whole realm of physical problems that can be caused by that, which is really beyond my scope of expertise. But the emotional and familial and um, employment uh, complications that go along with addiction are monumental, uh, and they reach out and touch virtually uh, a huge uh, section of our uh, population. Uh, right now I think that they are estimating that somewhere around 8% of the people in the United States are chemically dependent, and that's a large number. And then if you extrapolate from that or think about the number of people that they touch in their own life whether it's family members or employers or community members the impact of addiction is huge
3: yeah i want to touch on that family member portion a little more father because addictions really affect a person's livelihood and their family life can you speak to just a little bit about that effect? in in, uh, in how a person struggling with addiction influences or has an influence on the others around them?
4: Well, when you struggle with an active addiction, in other words, you're actively practicing whatever the um, chemical uh, addiction that you are involved with when you're act- actually in the middle of that, You reach out and uh, impact your family in a large number of ways. Um, I think it impacts marriages. Uh, Marriages begin to suffer relationships between parents and children or between children and their parents. Uh, That's a big, big problem. And when you then look at the impact that the addicted person may have in terms of their employment and the impact there, not only does that reach their work life, but it also then rebounds onto their family life.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I can speak from experience as well. Not that I'm an, an alcoholic in recovery, but my uncle uh, has been struggling with alcohol most of his life and to the point where you know he's been in the hospital um, on his deathbed because of how much liver damage and everything. Uh, and so it's, it's a tough thing, right, as a family member to see somebody struggling with addiction. You know, Father, when we see something like this happening, is there anything we can do to help?
4: Well, I yes, I think the the very first thing you can do is to be very open with the person and, you know, communicate your concerns to them. Um, There's a wide variety of uh, programs in most bigger cities that will help you with intervention. Uh, In Sioux Falls, there's, uh, for example, Tallgrass has a program that... Um, is very good. Keystone Treatment Center has uh, programs here in Sioux Falls. And then there's a wide variety of other uh, people that will help you intervene with a family member uh, that may be addicted. But again, your role as a family member and being very open and honest with them, I think, is absolutely critical. Um, And... Did that kind of address your concern? It's a terrible tragedy to watch someone that you love slowly go downhill because of their addiction either to um, drugs or alcohol or any psychoactive substance.
2: Yeah, If you just joined us, we're visiting with Father Kevin O'Dell speaking about addictions and the effect they can have on our lives. Kevin O'Dell is a a priest in the Diocese of Sioux Falls and uh, has not only uh, training, uh, education in this area, but also personal experience. And so we're visiting with him about that right now. Um, Father, you know, and maybe I'm wrong here, so, so redirect me if I can, but it seems like in a certain way... We all have an addiction of certain sorts in our lives. While it may not be a chemical addiction um, necessarily, but many have you know like an addiction to caffeine or chocolate or too much TV or or our phones or uh, internet. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is I know and I know that's not on the same level as necessarily, uh, but does it kind of come from the same place in our hearts and our psyches? Yeah.
4: Well, I, you know, I think oftentimes we attempt to fill what I call the God-hole with all kinds of other things in our lives. And what I mean by the God-hole is that part in each and every one of us that only the Lord can can fill. And sometimes we begin to look for other things. We look for money, we look for fame, we look for um, pleasure, whatever it may be to fill that. And we find out very quickly that um, that usually leads us to uh, 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 you know a lot of unhappiness so I think we all have these tendencies within us um, and whether it's with gambling or whether it's with alcohol or whether it's with uh, two men, right or whether it's you know work and other things some people are addicted to work and they spend all of their time in the workplace and very little with their families so I think we live in a culture that promotes excess, uh, and oftentimes, at least in my case, um, I just wasn't content with a little pleasure. I wanted a whole lot of pleasure, and I sought it out uh, through alcohol.
3: Yeah, Father, you know how, how did you recommend or you said about this this trying to fill the God hole, right? So. What do you recommend? Are there any practical steps you have for us to take, whether it's alcohol or technology or pornography or anything like that, to to try and and get away from these attachments, from these addictions?
4: Well, this is my own personal belief. Um, I struggled for a long time with all kinds of different um, practices or seeking out uh, help from other people. But until I got down on my knees and asked God, please remove this addiction from me, Uh, please help me do what I cannot do for myself, Um, I wasn't able to even begin to approach the difficult steps that I needed to take in my own life to uh, deal with that. So for me, the very first step is to admit what's going on in your life and then to ask God for help.
2: Thank you, Father Kevin O'Dell. This is uh, Real Presence Live on the Road, and we've just been visiting about addictions and how that can affect our lives. And thank you, for, thank you, Father, for being with us this morning.
4: Thank you for letting me be there. Have a good day.
2: Yeah, you too, you too. So, Brandon, we've got, uh, we're going to have to take our first break and step away, but uh, before we do, up next we've got some questions because the pastors of two Mitchell parishes, uh, Father Kenneth Luff... And Father John Short will be joining us to hear our during our straight talk call-in segment, which is at nine thirty, and that's when you're going to get the chance to call in and uh, just you know put them on the spot because they really want to be put on the spot. Father shaking said like he's going to throw something at me, so I've just better stop. But you're going to get the chance to call in at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, or you can submit your questions on Facebook. So don't go anywhere. Um, but right now uh, we're here at in Mitchell, South Dakota. And uh, you can come by and have some treats. Uh, have them before the True the to coming up. And uh, don't make us eat them all. So we'll be right back <laughs> on the other side of this break.
7: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live on the road to come
2: from Holy Family Church in Mitchell, South Dakota on the Real Presence Radio Network.
0: Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on air fundraisers of the year? Tune in to the RPR network for our Spring Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, May 8th through Friday, May 10th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic radio. To become a sponsor of the Spring Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605 670 8333. In for special programming throughout Holy Week and the beginning of Easter. Beginning Holy Thursday, you'll hear many special programs, including Stations of the Cross with Mother Angelica, Solemn Mass of the Lord's Supper live from the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C., the commemoration of Our Lord's Passion live from Rome with Pope Francis, the Easter Vigil and Easter Sunday Masses from Rome and the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, and many other Holy Week meditations and retreats. Peripherally, enter our special Holy Week and Easter programming Thursday, April 18th through Monday, April 22nd. (音楽) We'll be right back. The cat sat on the Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477.
3: Rochester Catholic
8: Schools welcomes you to an all-new Hearts of Gold, Friday, April 26th, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the brand-new Hilton in downtown Rochester. The event's theme is Cirque in the City, and there will be a cocktail party atmosphere with cuisine available at several unique food stations, plus a VIP hour at 5.30. Individual tickets and host table options are available by visiting RCS.
5: 4700 or online at homeishere.org
7: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Road, coming to
2: you from Holy Family Church in Mitchell, South so did Dakota. You, did you make all if the you're in the, the area, we invite you to stop <laughs> by and visit and enjoy a treat. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook page, and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. I know, they're <laughs> like, and you were up, what, he's you yeah. were up until 3 a.m. making the donuts. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, and then all the sprinkles. And the <laughs> we squeezed all
3: the juice the out the of the oranges to put them in. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, folks. Okay, yep, yeah,
2: yeah, That was Nicole Fear that you heard, and we're going to talk to you here in this next segment. We're ta- we're coming to you live on Real Presence Live on the road. Steve Smolenskis here with Brandon Clark, and uh, we're going to uh, a little. We're actually tossing in a little interview that we hadn't planned on, and that's what yeah. live radio is all about. And uh, so, Nicole, good morning. How are you today? Good
8: morning. Thank you for tossing me in. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
2: Nicole's the one who organized all the food here, so don't offend. You know, when mom or, or your sister or your, you know, your wife calls and says it's time to eat, it's time to eat, and you're offending if you don't come eat their food. So don't offend Nicole. <laughs> yes. Come and eat the food she set out at the table here at uh, Holy Family Church in Mitchell, South Dakota. Nicole, you want to talk a little bit about a retreat that's coming up at Broomtree? Yeah,
8: actually... Um We have a one-day bus trip planned from Mitchell on Wednesday, May 8th, and um, we have room for 55 people on a charter bus to go down to Broomtree Retreat Center for one day for a mini retreat and mass and tour of Broomtree, just an opportunity for people to go visit Broomtree if they've not ever had the opportunity to be there before and also just for a little spiritual time as well. Father Andrew Dickinson, of course, who's the chaplain at the Newman Center in Brookings will be at Broomtree the day before leading a retreat and graciously agreed to stay one more day and lead a mini retreat for us and, and lead mass for us in the morning when we get there. So oh,
3: That's excellent. So this is a retreat. Uh, is there a particular theme for it, or, or um, what will be taking place? You know, Father
8: uh, Andrew and I have talked a little bit, and we're thinking since it's the month of May, it will be a Marian retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But who knows? <laughs> whatever he does will be awesome. There right, you go. Right. So it's
2: a retreat and you get to come and experience whatever is gonna happen. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> don't yep. don't anticipate, participate. <laughs> um, so what's Wednesday, May eighth, a bus trip. How many people yeah. did you say you could have on,
8: uh, We on? can fit up to 55 people 55. on the charter bus, and okay. it'll load here at Holy Family Parish at at in the the morning and we'll will be back at in the afternoon. So just a real nice day day. day trip. One yep. day, and
2: I suppose as you 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 travel, you'll be doing being doing some rosary rosary i think it's kind of a pilgrimage thing uh,
8: yeah a little bit of a pilgrimage thing so just the opportunity to visit and uh, socialize with other catholics as well and
3: yeah and so including that is the retreat and mass with father andrew dickinson and then the lunch and tour Yep. And the cost, I see, is $30 per person? It is, yes. Excellent. And, yep. and who do they reach out to if they want to be a part of the pilgrimage?
8: They can reach out to me. Um, my name is Nicole Fear, and I'm with the Mitchell Catholic Foundation. And my number is 999-9127. Um, or you can reach out to either Holy Family or Holy Spirit Parish offices. They also have the information and sign-up forms there. So
3: Excellent. Anything else you want to tell us about uh, the retreat or, or what you do uh, in helping out with the sisters?
8: Um, actually, I, I'm i the director of the Mitchell Catholic Foundation, which is a community office of the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota. So um, I just try and assist the Catholic community at large. Um, so.
3: And what are some of the things that you do to help with that?
8: Um, I visit with people about um, their stewardship plans and estate plans and gifting to the parish and other ministries in the diocese so yeah also help um lead some events like this retreat that we're doing down to Broomtree. we've done a bus trip to christmas at the cathedral and Mm -hmm. other events so just a little bit of everything (laughs) and
2: you're working with people in stewardship what would be the most rewarding experience you you would say you've had
8: Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, for... Just one. Just pick one. (laughs) 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 One. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, gosh, that's difficult. Um, For 10 years prior to joining the Catholic Community Foundation, I actually was working with John Paul II School as their foundation director. Mm. And um, seeing that grow in the 10 years that I was there was was so rewarding, which led me to, you know, the expansion and and partnership with the Catholic Community Foundation because it's felt so great to be able to help the school and their mission and to be able to do that now for other ministries as well is just very rewarding.
2: Absolutely. We agree. We agree. That's a it's a it's a great opportunity to help all the there's so many people who are giving their time and their treasure and their talents yes. to make a difference in our communities, yeah. and to be able to highlight that, yeah. and then really and assist with that. It's it's absolutely awesome. I agree we with you.
8: are a generous people. Yeah, you know, and when you are able to help people, um, make the most of that, mm-hmm. it's just a great feeling.
3: What awesome. does it mean to you? I mean, what does it mean to you to be able to use your gifts to serve the Lord in this way?
8: Oh gosh, you know. I'd hate to say it comes naturally, but um, it does almost. It doesn't feel like a job. It's it's a ministry, and we definitely think of it as a ministry. And um, it's just as much rewarding for me as it is for the people that I get to help on their journeys, mm-hmm. um, and just walking alongside people and their stewardship. Um, it it's. Like I said, it's as it's rewarding for me as it is just for them. So mm-hmm. it's definitely part of my own personal faith journey as Thanks. well as the people that I walk alongside. Sure, yeah.
2: We experience that too in, in the work that we do. And I think it's, it, as you say it comes naturally, I think you actually can say that from the standpoint of the Holy Spirit gives each of us charisms, and it's yeah. something we at Real Presence Radio have been doing with our staff, mm-hmm. understanding our charisms. And when we do work in our charisms, the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given to us to share mm-hmm. with the community, we feel so fulfilled. And people around us say, "This is making a huge difference." <laughs> and we're like, "I yep. have no idea how. It just seems like it's <laughs> yeah. happening by itself. <laughs> it does. It's the Holy Spirit. It exactly. is. So you can the Holy it Spirit. can happen naturally. It's it, a yeah, charism.
8: Yeah, absolutely. And and just the more that you experience it, then the more you're blessed by it.
3: Yep. Right. Yeah, and, and sitting here talking to you, I mean, it's easy to see that you're you're full of joy for, for what you do Thanks. and you're excited about what you do. So, yeah. I mean, thank you for, for being willing to, to serve the Lord, to use your gifts. Thank you. Uh, to, uh, to show his love, right? We, we we show how he loves us and how we serve others.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for your ministry as well. Real Presence Radio it was just a, such a blessing for the people of our community and all over. No, where you, you serve so thank you
2: we're talking with nicole fear and again the event we were uh talking about a little bit there was the broom tree mini retreat wednesday may 8th bus trip um 30 per person and uh, for more information you can uh i don't have that contact information for me in front of me sorry yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> no had the, problem. <laughs> his website up there that was again so you
3: could contact nicole at 605-999-9127 or you can email her at n Fear, which is spelled F-U-H-R-E-R at C-C... Fesd.org, and I'm, I'm sure they can find it on the Mitchell Catholic Foundation website, Absolutely, oh, yes. Excellent. Yep. Well, thanks so much for being yep. with us, Nicole. Thanks, we appreciate Brandon. Appreciate you sitting thanks, down. And Thank you. Actually. For providing the wonderful treats here in Mitchell. Happy as, to. As we continue on the road from Mitchell, this is Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, the Programming Coordinator, with Executive Director Steve Sponskowski. Steve, I... You said you might stop talking about it, but I don't know how you can stop talking about this glorious morning the Lord has provided for us. <laughs> oh my gosh,
2: the the sun is on my back right now, just giving me like a, I'm getting cooked, and it's awesome. So all the winter is being burned out of me right now. <laughs> this is great. We walked out even this e- last evening. We got so we got into town at midnight last night. We had meetings all day in Fargo, and it took us a while to get out to get on the road and stuff. And so Brandon and I drove through the night and. Got here at midnight, but even when I got out of the out of the truck and walked into the hotel at midnight, it was still so nice out. And just took a deep breath of the uh, fresh air. And now this morning, the sun is. Uh Shining, and uh, I'm even hearing birds. Yeah, we're sitting in green grass. Everybody, okay. Yeah. My wife is at home. We don't even have green grass yet. I live south of Holly. Oh, oh, we oh, don't. Oh, we f- don't have to look uh-oh. at the snow. There father. is <laughs> there is a chunk of <laughs> snow over here. Uh, but you know, like in everyone's life, there's a little bit of sin, and in every spring, there's a little bit of snow left. <laughs> <Yes>. Um So <laughs> father just pointed that out. So uh, that's true. Yeah, Easter's not here yet. Um, who's who is messing around with the phone?
3: I think Aaron is. Okay.
2: Oh, I know what that is. Up next, it's Straight Talk on Real Presence Live, and this is, of course, a special edition of Straight Talk because we get to be on the road in the air with, or in the the fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, I'm probably in my air, we're in my flying in my high. airhead. We're <laughs> flying right now. <laughs> Am I
7: in Colorado? Yeah. <laughs>
2: there is no addiction going on here. Okay, but <laughs> um, but we're sitting right now with Father Kenneth Lulf. Is it, how do I say that, Father Lulf? Lulf. Luff. Okay, there's an L in there. I don't pronounce the L.
7: No. Okay. Rough and tough. <laughs>
2: uh, you're rough and tough. Father Kenneth Ru- Kenneth Kenneth. Rough and tough. Luff. And Father John Short. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning. So your calls, your questions are now on deck at one two two You can call and uh, ask questions about anything. And uh, fathers will answer it, maybe. If they don't want to answer it, we'll just go to the next question. (laughs) And one thing, too,
3: Steve, uh, we haven't mentioned it, but we are streaming on Facebook Live this morning. That's right. So you can submit your question there on Facebook, and our call screeners will make sure to get it to us as well. So 877-795-0122. This is your segment. We, We put this here for you to call in. You know, oftentimes... We, uh, we have our national shows and there can be a long line of people calling in, you know, to try to get through on Catholic answers, call to communion, things like that. So we thought we have a lot of great priests. We have a lot of uh, holy priests in our local diocese. So let's bring a call-in segment to you and have them on to answer your questions. And uh, that's that's how we came up with Straight Talk. So 877-795-0122 is the number to call in. And hey, we look forward to uh, hearing from you and your questions
2: so uh, as you call in we're gonna let's uh, take a little time here to introduce father Ken Kenneth Luff and father John short so let's start with you father John uh, tell us a little bit about yourself your parish here in town and
9: yeah I'm at Holy Spirit Parish here in Mitchell i um, been here three years come July and um, before that I was up by Watertown at Clark uh, grew up by Brookings southeast of Brookings uh, the youngest of seven five boys two girls uh farm kid um uh, still got the farm blood in me so um but it's good to be here I'm glad the weather's getting great outside we're looking for sunny and 70.
2: oh yeah i accept good, <laughs> good job <laughs> and father kenneth i told you this morning good way, way to uh, order good weather
7: oh yeah i just wish you could have been here last week to see what i did
2: yeah. Did you do a snowstorm? Uh, uh, 16 and a no.
7: half inches, big uh, wind, lots of rain. It was yeah. great.
2: We didn't have any of that in Fargo. Uh, Not, no, it was uh, like 80 all winter. There you go. <laughs> Tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself, Father. Uh,
7: I'm Father Ken Luff, uh, born in Gregory, South Dakota, which is uh, on the other side of the river. Grew up in Jefferson, South Dakota. And probably my biggest claim to fame is that Father John and I are classmates. Uh, we are getting ready to celebrate Twenty years of priesthood on June eleventh, and um, during that time, I was uh, first at the cathedral, then Gettysburg, then Millbank, Yankton, and, and now Mitchell.
2: So we're we making an adjustment here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Live we radio. Did, we, right? it's library. We didn't have. Fa- <laughs> we don't have Father John on the camera, so I'm moving the uh, <laughs> his. Uh, there folks, we want to see that we want to see <laughs> yes. him on the camera on Facebook everybody's clamoring on Facebook for father John no, uh, so we're just going to move him over what's kind of I'll tell you a little story what's going on folks we I got the chair this morning and I put it out and I sat on it and it's it i, I was starting aerating aerating the grass, so we had to get some boards to put under the chair to keep us from sliding into the uh, to the grass. So, all right. So this is your the call in segment eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two on Real Presence Live on the road. So call in with your questions for Father Ken and Father John. Um, and if and if you don't call in, then I have a list of questions that I get to ask them. <laughs> That here, there's a list here. It says, don't ask us about these things. <laughs> um, so. That's a big list. Um. <laughs> so, no. Um, actually, but we, we could talk a little bit about what's coming up. Um, we've got Holy Thursday today, Good Friday tomorrow, Easter Vigil. I'm going to ask both of you this, this questions, Father, and I'll go back to you, Father John, since I started with you. Could you tell us your favorite time during the Easter Truduum? Uh, you know what 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 your experiences and maybe the, the your fa- the most efficacious service to you the most meaningful service to you or or time that that it stands out to you
9: that's really difficult, obviously they're all great um but I think tonight uh, holy Thursday, you know the institution of the Eucharist the priesthood um you know and for priests too that really you know and you know even after twenty years. You know, I get overwhelmed to think, hey, God called me to be a priest. That's incredible to uh, to think about that. Um, but I don't want to, you know, take away from others, but I guess that would be my first, you know, to think about that and kind of overwhelming to think about God has called me to be a priest of Jesus Christ. Mm. That's incredible.
2: Well, thank you for your 20 years, 20 years, and then saying, answer, saying yes um, to that call. It's a great blessing to your community. I mean, it's a... Uh, the people of god are well we need you <laughs> we need you priests and we need and we when, and your sacrifice um i know it's a difficult life and the struggles that you make dealing with people is always challenging uh especially sometimes people of faith right sometimes we can get a little bit too excited about what we think god is calling us to do and you're like okay well let me help you discern that and so thank you for being patient with us and, and for loving us uh, closer to the lord Father ken your thoughts
7: Uh, For me, I think it's the Easter vigil. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, it's so unfortunate that so many people avoid the vigil because they think it's going to be so long. Mm -hmm. But there's so much uh, symbolism and richness in that liturgy um, from the readings of the whole of salvation history, from the beginning to the moment that they find the tomb empty, And then to be able to celebrate the sacraments of initiation, you know, that there are people who still want to be a part of us and have made that journey and we've made that journey with them. Uh, So I would have to say the vigil, um, even though it is longer and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of moving parts, um, I think that's my favorite.
3: Yeah. You're listening to Straight Talk, part of Real Presence Live. It's your opportunity to call in with questions or comments on topics of the faith, things happening in the world around us. Uh, We're talking about uh, Holy Thursday. We're talking about the Easter Vigil. Maybe you have a question on that. 877-795-0122 is the number to call in. 877-795-0122 You can also submit your questions on Facebook as we stream on Facebook Live this morning from Mitch South Dakota, we're very blessed to be here at Holy Family Parish and uh, Holy Spirit Parish just down the road, so maybe uh, I don't see any callers quite
7: yet. Somebody's got to call. I feel like yes. I'm waiting for somebody to call and ask me out on a date, and nobody's calling. I can't take <laughs> attention. Uh, they seen you on Facebook. Live. <laughs> uh. So
3: we talk about the parishes, right? We have Holy Family and Holy Spirit. So maybe we could talk about each of them. What is special, you know, about the the name of the parish being Holy Family, Father Ken?
7: Well, you know, this is the the original parish. You know, this is the Uh, parish that was founded way back when and you know uh, my favorite image that we have here is there's a statue out front of Joseph standing with his arms around Mary and he's holding Mary and Mary's got Jesus and Mm. every time I walk by that it causes me to stop because it reminds us of not only the, the love that they have for one another but reminds us that we have that same responsibility to love each other. as mother, father, husband, wife, child, um, and that uh, it is a, a legitimate religious calling. Um, it isn't just a, a human construct mm-hmm. or a you know cultural norm, but it is how God intended it. So.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, certainly a, a great example for us and our own families too to meditate on. And Father, you're you're at Holy Spirit, and we right. were talking about some charisms with Nicole who was on a little bit earlier. Um, what sticks out to you about having the name Holy Spirit as the the name of your parish?
9: Well, just to clarification, you know, there is Holy Family, but it was all started by the Holy Spirit. So Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but in <golf. laughs> Where's the drums we <laughs> Um, you know, the gift of the holy spirit um the gifts of the holy spirit and you know i was home the other day talking to this guy and he's kind of i've no known I mean, him but he said do you think god speaks to us every day or does he speak to us and i said certainly he does every day i said we just don't want to sometimes listen to him or not attentive but the holy spirit is always present and you know our bishop dudley of years ago uh Always had that idea of those three basic words, come Holy Spirit, that we can say several times a day, driving down the road, doing our work, whatever the case may be. Very three simple words, come Holy Spirit, to ask that Holy Spirit to enter into our lives or our moment, whatever the case may be. And so I think if we just to be a little more attentive to see how the Holy Spirit is working. And at the end of our day, to consider how that has happened, you know, how God has worked on our lives, I think we'll be amazed, even in those little moments uh, that we recognized how God has uh, done something uh, in an incredible way.
3: Yeah, I think of just in my own life, you know, when I think about the examine, right? When you sit down to do the examine at the end of the day, you talk about you, you focus on the blessings, and then and then you focus on the things that maybe didn't go as well, where you turned away from God. But I think when you're more in tune with the Holy Spirit, Father, you become more in tune to all of the little blessings. And there are many of them. Everything is a gift to us throughout the day. And being more in tune with that, I think, kind of helps us recognize that, wouldn't you say?
9: Yes, and I started this uh, probably... A year ago uh, in the New Year, you know, we all have New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. A year ago in 2018, I started writing down every day. I got a calendar by my bedstand, just a basic calendar. And I think about the end of my day and I write one thing down. I could write many things down, but I write one thing down where I recognize God in that day or the gift of the day and it doesn't have to be profound it just has to be something simple and sometimes I look back on those because they're kind of in a sense a little diary if you will but it'll it'll make me reflect and remember that event whatever it was but it's just something simple to write it down God already knows what it is but it's good for us to look at it and say this was this was the blessing of that day
2: absolutely makes me think of the Easter Triduum as we we were talking a little earlier and how we go through the readings on um, for for the vigil mass, we go through the from the through the scriptures, the creation of man, through basically salvation history. The I think it's seven readings that we go through, um, and with the psalms in between. That really, and we, as we talk about historically in scripture, the Lord continually reminds us when we're struggling to go back and remember the things I did for you in the past, right? Yeah. And and, do, so, and do, I, know, I know in my life, yes, do Father. this
7: in memory of me. Mm-hmm. You know, there, the the Jewish sense of memory, I remember being in, um, going to Jerusalem with my classmates for a semester, and we went to the um, Israeli uh, Holocaust Memorial. And you go into that, and every name of every victim is read perpetually. Mm. And it that's where that sense of memory hit me, because they bring them constantly forward. They're never forgotten they're they're always with us and that's the sense of memory that god wants us to have that this isn't just some historical reality or fact but it brought forward today in its proclamation and in the way it's lived out and and that's what our role is is to bring it forth into the 21st century so
2: excellent we're coming to you all live this is real presence live on the road and this is uh, straight talk segment so you can get your question in here for Father John or Father Ken at 877 795 and Brandon we have a question
3: yeah you can also submit your questions on Facebook as we're streaming via Facebook live and that's where Brianna submitted her question Brianna would like to know fathers uh, so Father John maybe we could have you start uh, what days are holy days of obligation <laughs> for the Easter Triduum
7: <laughs> oh good <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Yeah, not the whole list Not the whole list (laughs) And
2: depending on the year (laughs) Just
7: Easter Sunday Just Just Easter Easter Sunday Sunday.
9: Thanks Brianna Yeah, (laughs) We'll see you later I'll see you later
3: (laughs) 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 Maybe we could take that a little deeper That was an easy question Maybe we could take that a little deeper Is there a reason why the other days of the Triduum are not holy days?
7: You know, I don't uh, Obviously Easter Sunday is the holiest day of the year So Mm. that that, that's a must. Um, And I would like to think that if we have a full sense of what Easter Sunday is, we would want to come Holy Thursday, Good Friday, that it shouldn't be mandated upon us. But we also remember that, you know, Good Good Friday is a day of fasting and abstinence. And so there's still that significance. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, at three o'clock on Good Friday, Main Street shut down. Mm. There was nothing and everybody went to church um, so it was just such a part of us that you know nobody had to tell us we had to do it and, um, so.
2: you know maybe for some of our listeners who, and I, I know we, we have listeners who from all across the spectrum with connections to their faith to the church to, uh, they're on the journey with their with our Lord their relationship um, and I, I'm guessing there are a lot of people who are listening right now who don't even when we say the Easter Triduum they don't exactly know what we're talking about um, if you haven't taken the time to go to mass um, in, in preparation for Easter on, on Holy Thursday night or uh, Friday afternoon, um, uh, and, and then and then then Saturday night, you may not know what we're talking about. So if we have some time here, yeah, that's a good point. <coughs> let's yep. let, let's let's break it down a little bit. What are we celebrating? Um, so just I'll do a quick overview. So Thursday night is the Last Supper. We're following scripture, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, fathers. Um, But my understanding is Thursday night is the the Last Supper, and then after the Thursday night Mass, we put the Lord in reposition, usually, in a separate uh, chapel, in the idea of now the Lord is in the Garden of Olives, Mm -hmm. right? He is, this is uh, the agony of the garden. And so what happens a lot of times is the Knights of Columbus or other groups will schedule themselves to stay up with the Lord all night because he asks us in Scripture, can you not stay with me for one hour, right? Um, and so that's what Thursday night is. And then on Friday, um, we a lot of times the services on Friday are around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, um, which is when we kind of have that sense of when Christ died on the cross. And so what happens during that, that service is... Uh, and actually, I believe it is a service. It's not a yeah, Mass. It's, there is
7: no Mass on yeah. it's uh, one, Good Friday.
3: And it's one liturgy, right? The the liturgy doesn't end.
7: Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's true. It doesn't. For the Holy three Thursday does not end with a solemn blessing. Right. You know, we take Transfer. the Blessed Sacrament to the altar of repose, leave the church in silence, and then come back on Good Friday in silence, and the priests uh, uh, are... Lay prostrate in front of the altar and it's very solemn very uh, but there is no mass uh, the on holy thursday you consecrate uh, enough hosts for holy thursday and good friday and and that should catch our attention it's the one day of the year hmm. well i could say good friday and holy saturday morning but there is no mass from holy thursday until the easter vigil
9: people will call on good friday and say what time is mass today yep. and i say there is no mass today what there's no mass today it's good friday service mm-hmm. come on come yeah <laughs> but they are surprised by there is no mass um yeah. instead yeah. of the service
2: and so at that good friday service what happens is we actually we enter in silence and you have the, the prostration yeah. um uh of all the priests, and then and then there is uh, the reading of the reading passion, of passion, right? And then and then there's intercessions that are oh. like the longest intercession in, in the whole world. But they are praying for the whole world of all Man. humanity. Um, that's when they say, "Let us kneel, let us stand." Um, and then we get to venerate the cross, right? So we come forward and people uh, kiss the crucifix um, uh, in, in in that understanding of the, this is where when Christ died followed by a communion service. Yep. Right? So that that is our uh, uh, Good Friday,
7: which is the beauty of it that even though mass is not celebrated, the church does not cause us to hunger. Hmm. It still offers us the body of Christ on that day because you know, that's why he came to nourish us so that we would have the strength to continue the journey. Yeah.
3: So. And, and since we're talking about Good Friday, we actually have a caller on the phone. And uh, Tonya, are you with us this not morning? Yet. No, not yet. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> not
9: yet. We just got to... But you know, the veneration of the cross, um, <coughs> it's it's beautiful to see the people come forward to venerate the cross, uh, but especially the little ones, because mm. uh, they're looking at mom or dad, what are they doing, and why are they doing it? And if they're old enough, they'll do something, but if not, they'll just kind of look like, wonder what's this all about? So it's kind of, it's beautiful to see the little ones come forward to try to figure out what's all going on and who's that guy on the cross and <laughs> yep. what's that about
2: yeah and sometimes you'll see them kneel down because the only three only place they can reach on the cross sometimes when they're short is his feet yep. so then they kneel down and kiss his feet of course uh, which is i mean a, a great <laughs> a great uh visual for all of us
3: all right i jumped again a little bit we okay. do have tonya on the phone now tonya good morning good
1: morning, good morning.
3: What is your question for Father Luff and Father Short?
1: Well, I was wondering if I could take them both out on a date.
2: <laughs> that, that would be the only date you could take them <laughs> on, Tonya. Is yeah, that like a be. double date? <laughs> yeah. Jesus sent them out two by two. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that would be a double date because Jesus would be going with you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait a
3: minute. laughs> was that well, your question, question
5: this morning?
1: Oh, okay. no, no, I had a real question. Um, so uh, we kind of stumped a priest uh, the other weekend um, that we were at Mass, and I wanted to know, fathers, Jesus' original language was Aramaic, and that was in the, um, in the Bible uh, translation for like good, the Good Friday service. Where he says, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? But then they actually say it in the actual Aramaic, and I've heard it said like five or ten different ways, and I was just wondering if you actually know how it's supposed to be said like uh, translated like how
7: does that sound you know uh i was never given the gift of tongue so i'm going to switch that over to the holy spirit priest <laughs> <laughs> nice. okay. all right Father, hey, sir, I, I you're on no, the hot seat now i Father. have no answer <laughs> <for it.
2: laughs> you know um, that,
7: it's one of the great you know even though we're separated by time and and cultural experience and we may not be able to be able to pronounce certain things correctly the essence of it is still there mm-hmm. it is um, jesus calling out to the father and um, so many times we forget that that there's you know obviously we talked about the pain and suffering of jesus and he's crying out to the one who asked him to be there and the only one to whom who has the authority because he's turned everything over to the father and yet the father out of love for us still allows it to continue on even though his son is crying out Hmm. my God my God and Jesus isn't doing it with a sense of like if we were doing it like somehow we felt you know the absence of God he's crying out to the father and saying man this really hurts and you know I'm calling out to you but your will be done, not mine. Mm-hmm.
3: So. Does that kind of help, Tonya?
5: <laughs> so basically, doesn't yeah. so, well, Tony, really uh, matter. Tonya, you
7: <laughs> can tell us how you've
2: heard it pronounced. How, so you give, you give us your oh. pronunciation.
1: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I would be so embarrassed. No.
2: Okay. It's I, okay, we, we
3: just got a huge crowd listening yeah, we've got a, There's only millions of
2: people listening. That's we can't right. see who we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually Nine. have an employee whose name is Eli, <laughs> and so I always tease him, I say, Ailey, Ailey. Ailey and it's like Ailey. Ailey. but yeah, I mean I've only I usually hear it Ailey Ailey Lema Labakhtani yeah. and I'm and that's that's how I've heard that's it. Right.
7: So if you say it fast enough it sounds right. <laughs> 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 just say it really fast. <laughs> yeah. All right, well thanks oh, thank Tonya Bobby. for calling in.
6: Thank
7: you.
4: Yep.
3: All right. Eight, 877 is the number to call in. This is Straight Talk. This is Real Presence Live on the road from Mitchell, South Dakota. We're with Father Kenneth Luff and Father John Short, pastors here in Mitchell. We do have another question, which is submitted on Facebook, Fathers. Dan says, this is my second year as a deacon, and I find that I'm spending many, many, many hours preparing for these beautiful and rich liturgies often to the detriment of things like sleep (laughs) this is a very physically and emotionally taxing week yet i feel god sustaining me through it and bringing me closer to him with each sacrificial moment i wonder if this is a common experience among clergy
7: why do you think my hair is gray (laughs) my hair is gray by the way if you can't see me but uh I don't know, I think we would all agree that this is uh, the biggest week of the year for us. And
9: I would also say, did he say it was only his second year of preparing? Second year, yep. You know, we remember the, the early, early years, you know, we tore
7: our hair out and... Look at his head. Yeah, I look at my <laughs> head. But, you know, as you time go- as
9: time goes on and you get more used to it, and I'm not saying we shouldn't prepare, we do. But it gets more familiar, and you just say, okay, I know where I put this, and uh it gets, you know, you just got to do your review. So two years in, yeah, it's going to be overwhelming, yeah. but as time goes on, it'll it'll get uh, more used to it.
3: Excellent. And we have another phone caller as well. Uh We have about five minutes left or so. So if you still want to call in, 877-795-0122 is the number, or, like, Deacon Dan did. You can submit your question on Facebook. Our next caller is Karen from Felton. Karen, are you with us this morning?
1: Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> Karen, what, what's your question for our fathers?
8: Um,
1: how can I hear God when he's calling
3: me? How can I hear God when he's calling me?
9: Um, the best way I've always answered that is God speaks to our hearts and we will know it's God because it's profound. It's maybe something we've never thought of, but it's also in line with God's commandments or God's teachings. Um, God will speak to our hearts and he does, uh, on a regular basis and he guides us in the right ways. But I th- go back to the thing and say, we will know it's God because we'll go, wow. How old are you?
7: Karen how old are you? Seven. 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 Does your mommy and daddy love you? Do they love yeah. you? Yeah. Well, there's one good way to know that God speaks to your heart because God talks to us through the love that mom and dad have for us. And yeah. God also yeah. talks to us when mom and dad teach us right from wrong. Uh, we learn. Is that a dog back there I can hear? Do you have a dog? hello no no okay well that <laughs> yes, must be God then oh, okay. <laughs> okay so God talks through our parents through our teachers when we read the Bible uh, when we read the Bible stories all of those things so okay
3: thanks for calling in Karen
2: all right and if you want to call in it's 877 straight talk we got a couple minutes left and we have some sorry Go ahead, Brent. Yeah, we do have. Uh, He's got the screen in front of him. Yes.
3: <laughs> we have another uh, comment on Facebook. They're rolling in on Facebook this morning, so thank you for submitting your questions. Somebody says, I just saw the movie Unplanned. Are, are you familiar with that mm-hmm. one, Father's Abby Johnson story? I was happy to find out that it is a really good movie. Can you comment on how you think this movie might affect our community? Also, what are some local opportunities for Catholics to help prevent abortions?
9: You know, I've heard different stories, even Abby Johnson. um, I heard the other day that (coughs) a 100 people that have worked in Planned Parenthood have been in contact with her. And I think she's helped over 500 people already before the movie came out uh, to get out of Planned Parenthood. And now it's bearing more good fruit for that. And as far as local opportunities, you know, we have... Unfortunately, Planned Parenthood in Sioux Falls or is it in Fargo? Yep. So there's different ways we can do that. We can go there and pray there, and that can be bear fruit. We don't know how that is always going to bear fruit. But also to pray in our own personal prayers on a daily life for those who have had abortions, you know, that they might know God's forgiveness, peace, and healing, but also those that might be that day may be considering an abortion, you know, that the Lord, the Lord might intervene and to help them in their situation, whatever it is.
3: Excellent. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time here on on Straight Talk. I apologize, Father. We have to uh, we have to head to our break. Father
7: John would be the talkative <laughs> one. <laughs> but thank you both for thank you for
3: being good. on with us. We appreciate your time, and uh, we're going to just step away for a moment. But uh, up next, we'll sit down with the Catholic Elementary School Principal here in Mitchell, Robin Cahoy, talking about how they're carrying out the mission of the school's namesake, John Paul II. And later, we'll meet a special couple for Mitchell who have a beautiful story to share from the husband being a World War II veteran to both being founders of one of these local parishes. So keep it right here. We have much more Real Presence Live on the road right here from Mitchell, South Dakota at Holy Family Parish. That's all coming up next right here on Real Presence Live.